Death! Death is coming. Mm -hmm. Death is here. Yeah. Who's that knocking on the door? Who's it death? It's death. It's death. Mm -hmm. Death to whom, you might ask? Why, of um, course, it's death to the Daleks. Yes. The 72nd episode of Doctor Who. A third episode in season season 11, starring John Pertwee in the titular role, and Sarah Jane Smith is played by Elizabeth Sladen. Mm -hmm. What happens in this four-part episode, dear? Uh, well, let's see. Some stuff and some things. And um, we see a man in a quarry full of smoke, and then he gets an arrow to the kidney, falls over in some water. The doctor's playing with an umbrella, as apparently they're going to the beach. That's really sudsy. And then too bad that the TARDIS control console is going off and something happens with the main power. Oh, no. And and then the emergency units have trouble and an explosion happens as they swoosh into a quarry. And... Oh, no. Uh, uh, and then it's as if the TARDIS was dying and the scanner sees nothing outside and the emergency lights go out and then the emergency emergency lights go out and then there, the emergency emergency flashlight goes out. And then the emergency oil lantern is found, but it doesn't go out. Um, and then they open the doors, head outside. Sarah screams at a rock. The doctor uh, looks at some sand. And that was weird. And <clears throat> he's like, wow, this planet looks dead. And then we see a hand in the foreground. And Sarah asks the doctor to not leave while she changes. And then he leaves. And then she gets yep. followed by some moving blankets and a blanket attacks him. And Sarah comes out and is like, what the fuck? Then she finds the lamp nearby covered in blood and she's like, ew, and runs back uh, with another blanket inside, closes the door. The blanket attacks her, so she attacks him back, beats a man to death live on TV. We see the doctor tied up, dragged around. He fights uh, off his attackers. Sarah wanders around and sees the star of Bethlehem and walks over to the city it's above. The doctor uncovers a twig in the sand, throws a rock at her, and it triggers a bigger rock. And then there's a human running at him with a knife, followed by another one. And then there's like, okay, it's fine. Go, let's go back to the base. Back at the base, the doctor plays uh, doctor because ExxonMobil attacked the Blue Marine uh, Marines crew. They're, they're the Space Marines. It's fine. Yeah, space burn. <coughs> yeah. And, yeah, it, it, listen, ExxonMobil only does stuff at night unless you go to the city, because if you go to the city, then they sacrifice you. Cut to Sarah wandering around the city and touching it all over. Uh, they're here to collect PP. It's very rare, and it's a drug to help with a disease everywhere. I don't remember what it was actually called. I just called it PP because it was funny. <laughs> There's disease all across the universe, so they got to get the stuff for it that's here. And then there's a relief ship. Wow. So they all head off towards it, leaving the wounded dude to die to the blanketed dudes that are coming into their base. Much like Sarah, who we see is now being sacrificed. And then we run over to the <laughs> ship and they're like, huh, that's not an Earth ship. That's weird. And then the totally real door opens and out comes a Dalek. And then they start opening fire and everyone's like, huh? That's the episode. Sorry, that's the part. Ah! This, uh, uh, yeah, it'll, it'll take a bit to get used to, but trust me, it makes it a lot easier in your head when you mm -hmm. remember that they're 
I mean, remember what the part and then episode. Yeah. Part and episode. Um. <laughs> welcome to Death to the Daleks. This is an episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, an episode that uh, Terrence Sticks, the uh, script editor, kind of didn't really pay that much attention to because he essentially went, okay, uh, we'll go to Terry Nation. Um, uh, he can give us a script as he does. Uh, uh, Terry Nation, and he was like, okay, I don't need to really like keep up with it as the story's being written. Like, I want to work on this Moonbase 3, because remember his series Moonbase 3 that he was working on, which, spoiler, got horrendous ratings and bombed. Uh, but at the time when they were planning it, they were like, okay, uh, I don't want to spend so much time on Doctor Who anymore. I want to do my own thing. So he just left Terry Nation to his whims, and Terry Nation wrote the same story he always writes of Daleks. Mm-hmm. Um, so when he got back to him, he was like, okay, I wanted you to include certain elements of like uh, an, 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 a a living city, uh, a, a sort of a lost civilization uh, with a city. I want a a sort of a plague of some kind. I want you to match them all together somehow. And the way people tend to say it is that when he got the script back, it turned into uh, some Daleks chasing around humans in a jungle for a bit. Um, which, y- yeah, uh, this, this story is not exactly, it's not the worst story, it's not the worst Dalek story, but it's like, eh, it's okay. There, there are some elements in there that are okay, but they're mainly brought out by Robert Holmes, who got some credit on this, because essentially, after which, after Terry Nation handed back the script, Terran Sticks went to Robert Holmes and went, okay, uh, you need to, you, please, like, do something with this. Um, to which Robert Holmes went, oh, okay, I, I, I guess. And, and that's where we get more, sort of, uh, more sort of elements such as, supposedly the title he came up with, Death to the Daleks, because he completely did not like the Daleks. Uh, <sighs> another person who disliked the Daleks was Paddy Russell, who directed the last episode, Invasion of the Dinosaurs, because uh, she was initially... Uh, she was initially asked if she wanted to direct this episode, and she said, I hate those fucking things, and I never want... I'm, I'm No, I'm, I'm above that. I'm above tin monsters like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she did the dinosaur one instead. <laughs> um, but... Yes, so this is this is sort of the start of the changing of the guard, because um, Robert Holmes, who is the script editor from next season onwards, uh, he that's why he was shadowing Terrence Dix with this and sort of uh, ha- helping out with the scripts and the script editing job, essentially. Um, but yes, this this is why this episode kind of feels like a nothing episode, um, because it's like. The people who were meant to be working on it kind of just put this in like a, oh, it's a write-off. And the people who were coming in didn't really have much to work with. Uh, But we have Daleks, and they 
have fired at people. Oh my god, what happened? Oh my god. Oh, Discord disconnected me. But now I'm back. No. That was weird. It's okay. Anyway. Discord does that Now sometimes. we're back. What yeah. happened in the second episode, dear? Yeah, it's D fine. Discord went down, but it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I'll just keep going. Hi, it's weird. Uh, the uh, Dalek didn't do anything. They're having power failures. I guess they should work together because it's all we can do, even though there's no one reason we should trust them. <laughs> Two of the crew think uh -huh. the captain is soft and say the Daleks are like, sure, let's work together. Daleks are also dying from the disease, apparently. Cut to the Daleks saying, keep our secret secret out of the Daleks' secret reasons for the secret needing of secret things. Um, heading secret. back to base, they're being followed, obviously, and one gets shot with an arrow. And then they all hide behind uh, some dirt. And then they're obviously surrounded. And they're like, all right. And then a Dalek just drives straight into them and loses control and explodes. And then the ba the blankets are like, ooh, fire. And then we also see that they have a wounded man with them. Uh, that's fun. Time to surrender, I guess. Sarah is getting drugged the fuck up. And the doctor's like, uh, don't kill her. And then he runs over and punches a priest in the face and gets knocked out. So now everyone is in prison. Sarah's coming down from her drugs, but the doctor's beaten to shit. Worse than Sarah... He attacked a high priest, so they're all super fucked. <clears throat> the Daleks offer the blankets information for their release. Meanwhile, we see some Daleks firing a gun. Um, specifically at a tiny TARDIS. Specifically. For some reason. They just have that. And then they go shoot some blankets. And then they're like, humans, come with us, please. But not the wounded one to come watch the doctor die. And apparently Galloway is a piece of shit. And so the captain who is dying appoints someone else instead of him. Then he dies and he's like, yeah, I'm not going to listen to you. And then also time for the doctor to also try the drugs. But Daleks come in rooting, tooting and shooting. And then the all the humans respectively escape. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. And, and Sarah asks about the Daleks for a bit. And she's like, I don't understand a word like this. And I'm like, mm-hmm. And the Daleks are now holding Exxon Mobile hostage. And then the new commander is angry that nobody's listening to them. Something might live in the tunnel, though. So the doctor and Sarah basically go say hi. The crew is now agreed to kill some people on this planet in return for the drugs they need. And then we also need to give them the doctor and Sarah. And then the Daleks go down the tunnel and follow the doctor and Sarah. And everyone wanders around before you see a hand show up. And Sarah runs into a person and she's like, ah! and then the doctor runs into a vac cle vacuum cleaner and he's like, oh, and then that was, that was the doctor runs into a vaccine tent. Yes. And then that was it. And then they're dead. Um, and that's the end. Mm -hmm. uh, good night. Um, <sighs> so quarries, what do we know? about Doctor Who, quarries, and the assistance in quarries, do you? Doctor Who quarries are really easy to rent because they're cheap. Well, more specifically, what relating to the women who play the companions, what happens to them in quarries? They get captured, they fall over, 
almost, almost. They sprain their ankles on set. Mm. Nearly every time, because, you know, they're forced to run around wear in high heels. kind of impractical shoes for uh, a quarry. Um, mm-hmm. Thankfully, though, uh, Elizabeth Sladen had uh, sprained her ankle on the final day, on uh, just after or prior, I believe, to her final scene as Sarah, so thankfully it didn't disrupt anything. Although a shooting block uh, for the episode had to be completely rescheduled because John Pertwee arrived late because he had uh, an attack of his chronic back pain because I believe he had a slipped disc at that time. Um, uh, a lot of pain. <laughs> um, but speaking of the set, uh, the director, Michael E. Bryant, uh, he had the Daleks silver-coloured because he wanted to recapture how they looked in black and white. So he... These are the classic style. When you think uh, very early 70s to 60s in colour, these are the Daleks. The sort of shining silver with blue and dark black uh, highlights, etc. Though that's the iconic image of early 70s and 60s in colour Daleks. Uh, and these are completely new Daleks, basically taken from the 60s, because the ones that they made for the previous story were fucking awful, and they got rid of them. Uh, they, yeah, a lot of the stuff from early 70s, they just fell apart, and it was kind of, not shoddy work, but it was it was made with the sort of constraints of, we just need this done for an episode. Like, just get it done. Like, it doesn't need to be good or last well. It just needs to be done. Um, uh, also, the mini TARDIS that the Daleks shoot uh, with, to, pra- to practice their new projectile weaponry, uh-huh. uh, that's not in the script that it's a, that's it, that it's a tiny police box. <clears throat> I guess it's just a model that they had laying around when they were like, uh, we have to have something that they sh- they have to be shooting something, and then they just went. Why don't we just grab one of the tiny model Tardises? Uh, one could project that maybe a production assistant or the director or someone was channeling some sort of subtle hatred for the show. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's any case, but I find it kind of funny that the Tardis wasn't even in the script. It was just what they grabbed. Um. But, yeah, what happened in the next episode, dear? Well, the vacuum attacks the doctor and he dies, and so that's the that's it. It was really short, it was weird. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Jamie didn't regenerate either. Uh, yeah, however, there, uh, ending B, okay, we, we start back over, the vacuum attacks the doctor, and Sarah's uh, buddy is just apparently a friend, this dude's not from ExxonMobil. ExxonMobil hates him and wants everybody wants to kill each other a whole lot. But then a Dalek rolls through and doesn't see them because they're hiding behind a rock that's easy to see around. And they shut up Sarah and they're like, please, like, come on, let's go. Like, please. <clears throat> Your friend's dead. While the doctor is sneaking around trying to survive. The Dalek runs into the room with a vacuum yep. and it just fucking murders him. Doctor walks around the corner safe watching this and he's like, oh yeah, good show. And then instead they decide to all run off together 
Oops, the uh, Dalek followed them, so let's squeeze through this crack here. Watch as the Dalek shoots through it. It fails. Nearby, the crew is making, uh, the blue crew is making a whole bunch of blankets uh, mine, but it's not fast enough for the Daleks, so let's fix it or we're going to kill the Leers. Apparently, the blanket dude used to be super smart and stuff, and they destroyed themselves because they made a city that's a living thing, and then they tried to destroy it, and it screwed them over. And the only difference between them and the glowy boys is if they worship the city or not as a god. Blue, the oh. blue crew hears nearby that the Daleks are going to try to destroy some of the city with a bomb. However, the vacuum, uh, one of them comes back out of the water and kills a blanket boy. And he's like, wow, that sucks. And then the doctor mentions oh. that these dudes uh, that went, these were the ones that went to Peru. Uh-huh. Uh, <gasps> and they use energy what? from the air, i.e. the TARDIS uh, being the, out of power. And then the Dalek takes one of the crew with the rest of the blankets, the lady crew member, and then the doctor plans to take check on the Daleks and shit and tell Sarah to leave without him if need be. And the dude, the glowy dude's like, look at these symbols, figure it out. And he's like, it's this one, maybe. That's weird. There's more here. <coughs> oh, man. I don't know why my throat is so dry and today. Then they I'm call. so sorry. I'm sorry. Um... And then the Daleks come around the corner and they're like, oh, fuck. And then they like keep hiding like farther around the corner until the Dalek comes around the other corner and then they're not there. And then we look and we see that the doctor opened up the door, apparently, by just picking the right symbol. And then they go inside and they're like, huh, there's bones here. It's the bone zone. And then the doctor's like, hey, look, a maze. I'm going to follow this maze. Uh, and then they do, and then it opens up a door, and they go into another room while the, Dal the Daleks try to follow them. And then the Doctor almost steps on the Umbrella Corporation. So that's a thing. And then the <gasps> they almost die. And then that's the, that's, uh, that's the part. Oh my god, that's a part? Mm-hmm. Oh no. So, there were a few scenes in this and a few shots where it's a point of view shot from a Dalek's perspective. Um, and it looks. Yeah. Bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, it does. So the way they actually achieved it was putting a cameraman inside the bottom half of a shell uh, of a Dalek with a reflective tube on the front of the lens. Uh, the half Dalek would be pushed along the dolly rails mm -hmm. by stagehands and assaulted by uh, the Exelons, which it was in that specific shot. You don't they essentially say. put a Dalek on rails, put a cameraman in the Dalek, and then pushed it. <laughs> mm -hmm. And put a tube on the end. It looks Bad. horrendous, and all I see whenever I look at it is how much better they do POV shots of Daleks in the new series. <laughs> Admittedly, it's because they have special effects, but don't care, it just... You cannot do a practical effect of a Dalek POV shot. It, it, no, it does not look good at all. Um, so, in the original script that Terry Nation gave, uh, there was one specific thing that, that, one specific aspect to it that Terran Sticks actually kind of really liked, and that was the concept of the living city. Uh, it was enslaving the natives, but destroying it might raise an interesting ethical dilemma. The one being, like, is it right to kill one life in order to save others? 
and it's like, well, it's just a city, but it's like, well, then what is a life? And you have an interesting ethical dilemma there. Um, they didn't really go down that path. <laughs> mm. uh, there were more things like uh, characters were meant to be different. Uh, Terry Nation is a little bit more old-fashioned with certain bits of writing. Um, uh, originally, the, the mineral was meant to be an elixir. But they were like, it sounds better if you say it's a mineral that they have to mine instead of just some magical elixir they have to find. Like, what the hell? Why would you say it's an elixir? Uh, one idea was also to make the token woman character the leader to avoid the dull character that was in the she first is... draft of the script. Oh. Um, uh, she was even more dull. Mm. Um, uh, there were a few myths around this script as well based because of how kind of dull it is. Uh, one of the biggest myths is that, according to legend, uh, Terrence Sticks handed the script over to Robert Holmes and basically said to him, good luck, the aspirins are in the bottom drawer. And after years of Robert Holmes saying how hard could it be, he quickly found out uh, and wished he had kept his mouth shut. Um, <laughs> which, yeah, Terrence Sticks created the Daleks, but he only ever was really good at writing one story with the Daleks, and it was very much becoming apparent that he was kind of old-fashioned with a lot of his writing, in that not just, you know, sexist in a lot of ways, but, like, it was very slow, dull writing in a lot of ways, and it just wasn't a fit for Doctor Who anymore. Um, but, this is what they got. Uh, one, you could also argue that they actually get it right next season, with their Dalek story, which is kind of the, the the culmination of what Terry Nation kind of always wanted to make with the Daleks. Um, but yes, uh, another little fun fact. Uh, they had an unexpected publicity boost uh, when two of the Dalek props went walkabout. They just went missing. Um, the shells had been sent to Wales to appear in, not even going to try and pronounce that, Love Welsh, cannot pronounce any Welsh words, mm-hmm. uh, a Welsh television program, uh, and had not come back. Uh, specific uh, UK shows had covered it, covered the story, and the press loved it so much they just kind of kept attached to it. Uh, the, the Daleks were found in peculiar places after, but nobody was ever caught or confessed at time of recording. Um you know, someone might on their deathbed say that it was them or something. Um, but so far, we don't know who it was. Uh, might have been the guys who stole Big Bird in Australia, but probably not. Anyway, what happens in the final episode, dear? Everyone um, dies? Yeah. Technically. Ah, oh, finally. Technically. Anyway, uh, Te- so having not stepped on the umbrella floor, we pull out a MacGuffin. And we learned that we needed to do hopscotch. Too bad the Daleks don't know how to play hopscotch, right? But then they just kind of drive through the area and also shoot it. But also, look, the floor healed, so the city's probably not destroyable, right? And then the doctor's like, look, we're in this room. I think someone's controlling it. Sarah, meanwhile, is running about and finds Lady Crewmate. And she's like, go get the bags. While looking around the room, the doctor gets the friend gets all brainwashed, almost tries to kill the doctor, but then it's fine. On to the next room. 
The blue crew is currently headed up to put explosives on the beacon. Sarah and the lady crewmate are going to get the empty bags and do something with them just in time. And then the final test for the doctor is going to assault his sanity, apparently. Fucking seizure warning. So bad. So, so bad. Yeah, seizure warning for like 40 seconds. Yeah, it... Oh my god. Uh, but then it's, it's not as like intense as like a proper seizure inducing, but mm -hmm. it's the kind of like strobing lights where it's like if you are super sensitive to flashing lights, it probably will induce something in you. Mm -hmm. But it's like uh, for Jesus. for me who is not sensitive to it, it would give me a headache to watch the full thing. So yeah, it's that. uh it, it's it's not we're not talking Porygon episode levels, no. but it's still pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Um so door opens up, there's the man at the console keyboard, and now we learn the truth. Uh we see he disappears and dies because he's apparently been dead forever and the wind blew his dust away. He died like that and now he's just dust. But then we find the brain of the city and they're like, alright, we have a plan. And then the crew is setting bombs at the beacon, and the one leader dude is like, I'm going to keep one of these. Meanwhile, the lady crewmate escapes the Dalek, and he's like, oh god, I failed, and then self-destructs. Mood. Meanwhile, we see a non-blanket dude's appearing randomly in other rooms. Uh, and then the doctor's plan is to give the city a nervous breakdown. Also a mood. The non-blanket dudes attack the doctor, and then the Daleks attack them. And they can't do anything against the non-blanket dude, so they're just fighting it out. And then the doctor and his friend just run the fuck away instead while the breakdown is happening. And then the Daleks try to get the crew to listen to them, and they learn that What's-Her-Face ran off. So they're like, hey, hey. And then the city is now exploded, so the power is back. Too bad the doctor and them get caught by the Daleks, and everyone's going to die now, right? Nope, it's fine. Uh, they're going to leave them on the planet to explode it because they're going to use the drugs to hold the universe hostage and destroy the planet so no one else can have it. But then we also hear that the extra bomb was left uh, with the dude. So that's fun. I thought it was I thought it was it's fine. Um, the one dude is on the Dalek ship, of course, with the bomb as as it takes off and he sets it off, blowing up the ship, you know, and himself and then the drug mm -hmm. is apparently not actually on the Dalek ship. It's on the human ship, thanks to Sarah. So let's head home. Oh. Oh, look, the city is now falling apart. Please ignore the screaming in the background. It's fine. Thanks. <sighs> that was the city. Anyway, that's that's the entire episode. Yeah, it cuts to a shot of the city uh, melting, and it's very clearly styrofoam with, like, a heat gun on it. So the, the styrofoam is shrinking and melting and you just hear like the sounds of whoosh, 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 of like crashing. And then you also hear just in the background mm -hmm. as if, you know, the voice of the city because the city's alive. Yeah, it's not really clear. And it's like it, it kind of feels like a, oh, fuck, we should put like it's alive. So we, should we have like a voice or something? Uh, I just hey, Derek, you want to just scream something into the microphone for a bit? Yo, dude, sure. I'm, um, I've always wanted to be on Doctor Who. Yeah, dude. Yeah, sure. Sure, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, come on, bro. Anyway. Come on, come on, bro. Let's do it. Come on, bro. Anyway. So, Death to the Daleks. What do you think, dear? Well, judging on the fact that we haven't even hit 30 minutes yet, 
Uh, I'm still going to stick it a four. Eh, a four's not too bad. Right. I, I would, personally, I would not, say around about a five or a six. It's not loathable. It's not a three. It's not loathable, but it's not good. No. <laughs> It's 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 not good, but it's not bad, especially in comparison to other episodes. Purely because it's like, okay, it has some interesting things in there, some fun things to point and look at and laugh at, um, and like it's only four episodes long. If this was six episodes long, then it'd be like, uh, come on, Ter- uh, Terry Nation, you you're not that good at like writing long episodes like this. Especially when it's a case of like the ones in charge of the show don't want to be on the show anymore, or well, they're not. It's not that they don't want to be on it; it's that they're jumping ship. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. So it's like, uh, come on, you can don't don't shit an episode out. You got this. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, I I agree with you on that one. So, dear, what? The next episode. What? The Monster of Peladon. Uh-huh. Remember Peladon? Vaguely. The one with the the uh uh the 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 EU metaphor, even though it wasn't really about the EU, it was kinda more about Europe as a whole entering the night the nineteen hundreds. The Ice uh, Warriors were there. Oh. Uh, Alpha Centauri was there. There was a giant penis thing. Yeah. There was the weird thing yeah. in the jar. Yeah. Yeah. The monster of Peladon. We're going back to Peladon, baby. Fucking We're going why? back to Peladon. Why? And let me tell you, this story, its introductory summary paragraph ends, uh, descriptive paragraph, uh, on wikis and everything ends with the story was highly politicized with pro labor and pro feminist themes. It for the seventies especially is a very, very of its time story that is very. <sighs> uh, I'm surprised they got away with it <laughs> in certain notions, but. Okay. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll get to it next week. Is the prince going to be alive? Is he going to be sad that what's her face didn't marry him and left him? The king, the king Peladon, no, who was played prince. by the sec- the second doctor's son. Oh right, no, the king died, prince. Yeah. Remember, he he became the king. Yes, he was yeah, a prince, but he became a king. Uh, fuck. I'm not going to tell you. You're going to have to find out when we watch the episode, dear. I don't want to. You have to... Well, well, you're going to have to anyway. But I don't want Uh, to. It's six episodes long as well. (sighs) Yay. (laughs) See you next episode. Bye.